Welcome to Infinite Possibilities, the Game Changer series with me, Dr. Marina Nani and Rich Human Magazine. If you look around and wonder how some people are so successful, so quick, while others still struggle, perhaps it's time to find out the inside story of personal brand strategies. Every story brings a new perspective, greater truths that sit at the core of personal branding. We go around the world together and talk with influencers, elite leaders, visionaries, artists, scientists, icons, and everyday heroes about the intentional decision to influence the public perception of their uniqueness and access infinite possibilities. The gift I'm bringing you today is an international award-winning global impact personal brand strategist. Apart from being an author and a speaker who educates conscious and and purpose-driven entrepreneurs and leaders to build impactful businesses, leveraging their personal brands and build their identity and authority within their marketplace, now is the time to reveal my gift. And my gift is coming wrapped up in in stardust and golden ribbons. Gail Edwards, I'm I'm so grateful I'm able to, to do this for you today. We've been talking about infinite possibilities. And when I started Clubhouse, <laughs> like Sapphire, I had no idea why, but I felt the need to go inside the clubhouse. I had an Android, so I did not know even how to use an Apple phone. My son gifted me an Apple phone uh, that allowed you to, to enter clubhouse. And soon enough, clubhouse said, you have a thousand invites. So I'm thinking, what can I do with a thousand invites? I know more than a thousand people and they will all benefit from being here. But what can I do to make justice to Clubhouse, to the way I felt since I, I, I start to navigate and understand? I, I still don't know what Clubhouse is. I think it is the 24-hour radio station. I think it's universal energy that we all could build and contribute to, I think is the vault of humanity stories, is the story of tomorrow. This is how I see Clubhouse. So I started this uh, new podcast. I have another one called Stardust Hour. But I started this podcast knowing that I'm stepping into the unknown and I'm very happy about it. (laughs) I felt very happy about it. I couldn't explain. I don't know if this ever happened to you. But I really wanted to go to the Clubhouse uh, even because of the, the, the technical limitation at the time, I didn't know how. Even I had no one to tell me what to do or to explain to me what Clubhouse is. I just wanted to be in and listen. So I've been listening and uh, then I decided I have to take the story out. All these amazing stories people are sharing. Oh, my God. This is so beautiful. I I cannot deprive the world of these beautiful stories. So this is why I created Infinite Possibilities, which is a podcast about personal branding. And yes, a lot of people think that branding is for big corporations and it's nothing to do with you. However, personal branding is a way of life. 
to me, personal branding, and I'm no expert, but personal branding is your story. And your story changes every day. And if you are on, on social media, if you are on Clubhouse, definitely you have a personal brand to take care of, a personal brand to build. Because <laughs> simply as this, you should not care what people think of you. You should care what you think of yourself. And it's time to let the world know who you are. Intuitive, conscious leader, transformation healer. Gail uses her gift and she got a natural gift, a gift that is her and her alone. And you know what? She took responsibility for her unique gift. We all have unique gifts. I have my own unique gifts. I am the story curator. And it's my responsibility to master it, to work on it every single day. And this is what I do. I wake up and I'm thinking, oh my God, I have another day to learn more <laughs> about why I'm here on this earth, why I need to carry on doing what I love, what I can't even help not doing because I'm already my own passion. And so Gail, she's her own gift to the world. Uh -huh. She is aware that the world is ready for her. And she uses her gift of recognizing blocked energies. And we all know everything is energy. And she facilitates its release. So they, you and me, we are able to communicate with confidence, clarity, and commitment. I'm going to repeat. Confidence, clarity, and commitment. She is the founder of Brand New Consultancy Limited. Gail blends her spiritual gifts with over 30 years of experience in marketing, branding, communication, training, and coaching to help entrepreneurs and corporate professionals to boost their identity, create more impact extend their influence, to sharpen up their digital image and offline presence. Gail is also the creator of trailblazing, standing up in your own hallelujah personal branding process. It is this time innovative process that also forms the basis of the audacity to be authentic diversity and inclusion program, which Gales delivers to organizations and corporates committed to progression and change. Gail is also the co-author of the international number one bestseller, The Law of Brand Attraction. Oh my God, The Law of Brand Attraction, which was published in May 2020 to provide entrepreneurs and business owners with success strategies and hope during the recent global pandemic. The law of brand attraction topped the Amazon best-selling list in the UK, Germany, Netherlands, Japan, Australia, and the United States of America. Gail has delivered keynote speeches for organization as well as national, international conferences. Gail interviews entrepreneurial disruptors from around the globe as the host of the Dare to be Awesome podcast show and co-host of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast for 2021 and beyond. And 2022 is here already, right? Gail is working on launching Colorful Connections Global a soon-to-be-launched global network dedicated to leadership, professional growth, and entrepreneurship for women of color around the globe. In association with Colorful Connection Global, Gail's innate passion 
innate passion is the development of enterprise and entrepreneurial skills in girls and young women and is the creator of the girls to women program gail welcome welcome home oh my god oh my god who is that woman so long gail <laughs> so we are talking about personal branding and i know at the very heart of this is our share for authenticity we share a passion for authenticity reach human magazine is always saying be seen be heard be you mm-hmm. and you really go the extra mile when it comes to authenticity tell us a little bit about you what is really that you see when you look at the world oh wow thank you so much marina yeah what do i see when i look at the world i see both it's both a blessing and a burden to be honest because what i see are a lot of people there are so many of us that are walking around in somebody else's identity trying to live up to somebody else's expectations trying to be who somebody else thinks that they should be just so that they fit in that's what i see and that's a real burden for me because as well as seeing that what i also see is the beauty in who they really are and if they would just release those masks and expectations who they can truly be and we see it most of, most of all in business i work with a lot of business people lots of individuals and organizations and unfortunately the technology is brilliant don't get me wrong i love tech but it also has led many of us down this path of the way to do things how things should be done how things should look and with that of course social media is a big proponent of that because people look at other people's feel um feeds and they go into this compare and despair where they look at other people and think oh my gosh that's not me why am i not like that and yet again the expectations start to kick in the the the, the anxiety the self doubt and even self sabotage Thankfully for me as you said I do recognize my gift I'm only one person and thankfully there are people like you Marina and many other people in our network who also have gifts that are able to really help people just to be themselves I work on their messaging the clarity that comes from just being who they are so that they can build their authority within their marketplace from that place within without having to feel that they have to be something else some of you may remember i'm showing my age now back in the 80s when dynasty or dynasty depended on where you are but when dynasty was on tv and it was all shoulder pads and maggie thatcher was prime minister here in the uk especially as women we almost felt like we had to put on this this suit of armor we had to become more masculine more alpha in order to progress and i'm here now to say those days are over you can be you and you can still be successful so that's what i see at the moment marina so you are saying that uh, this divide the 97% and the 3% needs to come to 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 a halt needs to become real because the 3% are the people who are leading um they have a huge team of mm. behind their brand they have a team of not only pr specialists but also nutrition specialists they have lifestyle 
coaches they have everything mm. everybody that needs to be there for them is there for them so in a way they are not themselves anyway so right. they become they become an avatar that doesn't really exist is not real because if you ask them the price of milk they they won't know so in in a world that tries so hard to be politically correct this um this this divide then the 97% and the 3% which basically we are saying there is no middle class sustainability club so we talk about being sustainable as a personal brand mm. what, what is possible what is possible in your own way in in mm. from your perspective what is possible mm. to make your brand personal brand sustainable Okay, so that's a really nice, quick, short answer because, and I'm not going to give it to you just yet, however, because there is there is always going to be a new trend in town. There is always going to be a new social media in town. There's always going to be the next best thing in terms of guru and expert programming even. that That's just the part and parcel of the world that we live in, always. There was a time a few years ago, I remember when everyone had to have, if anybody that was anybody had to have a particular piece of software that looked after your CRM and your website and your database. And then when that one went out of a fashion, another one came in and then you had to be on Facebook. And if you're not on Facebook, you're just not, you're not living. And now then it was Instagram and now LinkedIn is having a bit of resurgence and we're seeing it even in Clubhouse, I've been on Clubhouse for a year now. And this time last year, Clubhouse was the next best thing. It was the latest and the greatest. But there's only one thing that will never, ever go out of style. There's only one thing that is truly sustainable, and that is you. You are the sustainable product. You are the sustainable project. You are the sustainable program. You are the sustainable brand because you are always going to be with you. And we have a responsibility and an accountability to ourselves to really develop that and to make it as authentic to us as possible, whatever that means. There are some people who don't like social media, but they they grin and bear it. And you can tell that they're grinning and bear it because they don't like it. Guess what? You don't have to do it if you don't like it because there's something else. There is another medium out there for you that is perfect for you. Surely we want to spend most of our days, as much of our day as possible, living in joy and harmony and peace rather than frustration and irritation. And that's where I come from with all of my clients when I talk about personal branding. I don't care about funnels and ideal client avatars. And I'll say this disclaimer right here and right now so you can all hear it, so you can't say, that woman said, okay? And one thing I know with absolute certainty with being in this game now for well over 30 years is that everything works. It all works. Whatever that marketing expert or that marketing guru or that branding strategist, whatever they say to you, it works. The challenge is, Finding what works for you, that's the challenge because not everything works for everybody. So what works for you? And like you say, we're talking about sustainable leadership. The one thing that's going to work for you better than anything else is you. The one thing that's really going to go against you and trip you up more than anything else is you.
So we always have the choice. We always have that choice to whether we're going to keep growing and learning and expanding or whether we're going to run and hide. But the choice is always ours. And I like to go for the expansion piece myself personally because that's where we have the most fun. That's where the magic gets released when we're in the expansion phase. So why not go there? Let's play there. So that's my answer, Marina. Nice quick short. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So much happiness to to be here with you. Is bringing your stardust, your 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 amazing genius, and your unique self. And you are saying there are only two choices: (laughs) you wait for a miracle or become one. And you made the 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 latter. You made it true. And would you mind sharing what happened to you since we last met a couple of years ago? Not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, Ted, Marina and I last met in real life a couple of years ago. Do you remember when those days um, before the pandemic when we used to actually meet people in person? So since yeah, then... We've had, we had this amazing red carpet event. I've been through a lot. Don't let my picture fool you. I'm not as young as I look. I'm a woman in my mid-50s, menopausal woman in my mid-50s. and I turned 56 literally just last month. I've got a 20-year-old daughter who's in her second year at university. Unfortunately, I'm also divorced and recently ended a long-term relationship as well. And so you, you, are saying, again, you are saying that your life didn't even start because life starts at 60. Look at me, I I'm young, still young. <laughs> So my life just started. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you've given me hope then, Marina, because as you so throughout all of that in the last couple of years, unfortunately, I was also um, diagnosed with cervical cancer and had to really make some serious life choices and changes. And when you're self-employed and sick, it's a very different landscape to when you know you've got a a definite paycheck coming, even though you're sick. And um, yeah, I had to make some choices and some changes. And the one thing that got me through and that still gets me through two years later from that diagnosis, and thankfully I'm very blessed and I'm very healthy now and I'm cancer free as well, yay. But the one thing that really got me through more than anything else is exactly what I said earlier on, it was me. It was, I'm very lucky. I've got some wonderful people around me, some really loving people that have taught me about loving not just myself, but how to love others as well. And in doing that, I really had to love me. I had to, and I had to face myself and I had to look at what is intrinsic to me as Gail, the person, not Gail, the brand, But what is intrinsic to me? What is it that really makes me tick? And that's when I realized that even more of me had to go into my personal brand because love and harmony, as I've mentioned before, joy, fun, they're really big parts of who I am. So why do we separate them out when we're looking at you know, building brands? We separate them out because we think about the business and then we think about ourselves. I'm like, no. This has to be all in one. 
I have to be able to stand up in my own hallelujah. And that's where, why I created that program exactly for that. So that people can become one. They can bring everything into alignment, whether they've had a cancer diagnosis, whether they've got a cancer story or not, or a story of destruction that leads to victory, or maybe they're still on the road. Maybe they're not there yet. That's okay. Because as Marina has said earlier on, we have a responsibility to share our story. And I come from the perspective is we have a responsibility to share all of our story because all of our story makes us all of who we are. So I don't mind talking about the stuff I've been through. I've been through all kinds of stuff. I've had some days when I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here in all this brilliance but now I need to think about how the hell am I going to make my next mortgage payment? That's real life. That's real life. And then there's other times when I'm looking at luxury holidays and thinking, yeah, which one? That is real life. And it's all of who we are. And it's about embracing all of that and sharing all of that with absolute authenticity. Because that's what people buy. Gail, you are saying that... um you made it and I'm so happy you are here and you have every day you have the chance to change your world, to change the the bigger picture. And you are doing that constantly. You can't even help mm-hmm. it because it's your calling. It's not something you choose. It's something you're chosen for. And mm-hmm. hearing your life could only go as far you allow your imagination to take you. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about the Hallelujah program. <laughs> yeah, so standing up in your own Hallelujah is, it does what it says on the tin. It's about helping you to stand up in who you truly are so that you can create the kind of messaging that helps you to be more magnetic to your um, customers and your clients, helps you to build your authority within your area. So we, t- we look at the identity now, one, one of the things that I see and hear all the time is when people are looking at their messaging and their marketing and their communications, they think it's going to be a process in terms of it's going to take a long time. And, oh, my gosh, I've been on the receiving end of some of those brand questionnaires, okay? And even I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what the word is for that. I don't know what my vision is for that. Are my process... It's almost like a branding hack. My gift is what I do, but my superpower is the speed at which I do it. That's my superpower. And I don't do it for you either. So you might be sitting there thinking, yeah, but that means she's going to give it to me. And I don't know. I really want it to come from me. No, I don't give it to you. I'm only the facilitator, but I've been blessed with the gift of speed. So I help people to get to the heart and the core and the essence of their messaging really quickly. So the standing up in your own hallelujah process, I call it that because it's so quick that when people get there, they're like, oh, my gosh, hallelujah or amen. Or I can't believe that I feel so relieved and released and whole in such a short space of time please feel free to go and check out my linkedin recommendations you will see they're they're recent they're not like from 10 years ago and you'll see how people genuinely feel and i can do that within 30 45 minutes tops an hour 
And that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm, I'm working with people who really want to get their messaging sorted out so that they're ready to go. We're not going to waste loads of time on it because this is just the messaging piece. So it's about let's get you out there. Let's get you moving. Let's get you motoring. Let's get you ready whilst you stand up in your own hallelujah so that people can see you and hear you. Stepping into your own light and becoming the light on somebody else's dark hour. This is a process that takes a lot of, it's an audacity process. <laughs> Absolutely. Hence why I also have the Audacity to be Authentic program. Because that's Tell it us is. more. Tell us more. Come on, you owe it to us. <laughs> well, the Audacity to, to be Authentic is... That was really born, in fact, it was born before last year. So as last year, lots of, thing lots of things changed within the equality, diversity and inclusion space with what happened with George Floyd over in America and then the Black Lives Matter movement around the world. And there are lots of corporations and organisations who really wanted to do something Unfortunately, and I can say this because I'm in that space, unfortunately, it was a lot of lip service without any real tangibles. But the audacity to be authentic was before, was just before that actually I created it because I was writing a book about around it. And it was really about if you showed up to work and you had the audacity just to be yourself, what would happen? So it started from that question. What would happen if you just had the audacity to be yourself? No mask, no filter. What, how would that affect not just your own experience of your day at work, but other people's experience of you at work? And then with last year happening, I took it one step further and said, okay, if we apply this really to tangible outcomes. So not just going through unconscious bias training, like I said before, everything works, it's just finding what works for you, but really giving people the task of 24 hours, be you, all the things that you think you that you can't do at work. And I'll give you a really um, quick example of that, is when I was in the corporate world, one of the things I didn't do I would never take leftovers to work all right, to, to have for my lunch the next day. Lots of people used to bring in their leftovers, warm them up in the microwave at work, and they'd have them. I would never do that. And the reason I would never do that is because I'm a black woman in the UK. My parents are from the Caribbean. My mom's from Barbados. My dad's from Jamaica. And I grew up eating cultural foods. I love all kinds of foods. But I grew up eating cultural foods. And when I first started work, I was still living at home. So my leftovers were the things that my mum and dad cooked at home, which I loved. But I was so embarrassed, and that's the word I'm going to use, because at that time, as a young working woman in my early 20s, I was embarrassed to take my food to work because I didn't want people to ask questions. Here we are 30-odd years later, and that is still happening. There are still people having that same experience today. That is, that's a really tiny, you know, example, but it, it, it has a really powerful effect because what's happening is that people are still dampening themselves down. No one should be feeling 
embarrassed or dampening themselves out down now in 2022 because they don't want to be seen as different or they don't want to be ridiculed. It's 2022. Well, as good as. It's just, so that's where the audacity to be authentic came from. So I give people little challenges, little things to do that are experiential. We're not just sitting there in a training room or on Zoom as it is nowadays and talking about this stuff. People are actually doing it and experiencing it. So that's where the audacity to be authentic came from. Wow, <laughs> Gail. So we've been uh, discussing earlier about how easy it is for me as an editor to uh, put together content when working with men. We have a Rich, Rich Man magazine coming on the 21st of March mm. and we got everything already. Happened like in that. I'm working on Rich Man Asia magazine for a very long time. And hopefully we'll release in April. But we started in April. You understand? So mm. what we think is happening to women, what, what do you think they don't identify themselves with their story, with their personal mm. brand? Why, why men are so ahead of the game? Why they say, here I am, I'm here. What exactly. <laughs> why, well, why are women? I, I'm. I'm really. I'm a great supporter of, of women, and mm. I work really hard to help them share their story. And even then, is not a feta complete. I can't mm. say that set for life because somebody will come along and will say, "Oh, who do you think you are to be in a magazine?" And everything I build so hard working with the in a story, that story, the only story that matters, the most important story of all times, more important than the Bible, the story you tell yourself about yourself when nobody is listening, that's the story I'm working on. And yet, somebody will come around and say, are you really? What do you think is happening to women? Women are, are responsible for humanity to carry on, to carry on with this beautiful story because we, we are conditioned to think that a story must have a beginning and must have an end. And I'm telling you what is happening in reality. In reality, that's not, not what is happening. In reality, <laughs> we decide when we end the story. And this mm. is why I see humanity story as a huge, gigantic poem, a poem with 8 billion verses and every single verse is an universe and your universe completes my universe and my universe completes somebody else's universe. So what do you think is happening to women who are the life bearers? What is happening? There's a couple of things here, Marina. We've talked about this before. It, it it comes down to men talk themselves into it, women talk ourselves out of it, okay? So men will just, they'll just go for it. All that stuff about, am I qualified? Am I suitable? Have I got something to say? That, that doesn't even come into it half the time. It's just like, oh, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, I can do that. And off they go. And they'll make it work somehow. With us, our story can paralyze us just as much as it can power us up. 
we will sit there and think, yes, this is a great opportunity, but I can't, but I can't. And what about, and supposing, and did it, and all that self-doubt will creep in until we have no choice. It's only when we have no choice, then we're like, okay. However, the other thing as well is that even when we are qualified, even when we have everything in place, we will still question it. Oh, but why me? Supposing somebody else, and maybe they want somebody else who's more suitable. And that kind of thing is intrinsic. That comes from our identity. Yes, we can use positive thoughts and all, and affirmations and meditations, all sorts of things to help change our mindset. But at an identity level, we are not recognizing who we truly are. We are not recognizing the value that we have and we bring to the table. And we all look, we all suffer with this. We are all works in progress. Some of us are just at a different point along that journey, but we are all works in progress. I have my own struggles. I may not have the same struggles as you, but I still have struggles. And for the record, I have no struggles, Gail. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm glad, and, I'm, and I'm glad to hear it because the thing is it starts with even something as simple as a reframe it starts with some, some something as simple as a reframe tell ourselves a different story and so that's how we start to adjust things at the identity level you, you are absolutely right and this is why rich human magazine is the woman reimagined and mm. before the pandemic Nobody could understand what's that about. Now everybody gets it. So it's a big shift happening in humanity right now, Gail. So yes. I'm, I'm so grateful. You are talking about uh, we think this is our identity. No, I think we could go deeper than that and we could identify the fact that we are conditioned, socially conditioned to think that. We are socially conditioned to think we are king makers, not mm. queen makers. And mm -hmm. my, my, my next question to you is, why do you think women find it difficult to support other women? Ooh, now that's a big question. <laughs> See, on some level, we don't. On some level, we're very good at supporting women when it comes to comfort. We're very good at offering comfort to one another. We're very good at sharing in the the miseries of life sometimes you hear that saying misery loves company we're very good at oh they're there yeah i know i need to go on a diet too yeah my husband left me too and we're very good at that kind of stuff where the challenge comes in where the challenge comes in is when success comes in as we start to become more successful as we start to tall poppy syndrome as our poppy starts to grow that's why we sometimes get other women doing that who does she think she is and we see it we see it, even if we're not seeing it in our own lives we see it with celebrities and influencers around us we have someone it's no surprise to some people in the audience who know me who know i'm a huge supporter of Meghan Markle, I always have been, even before she was married to Harry. And we've seen it happen there. 
Megan, who had virtually no press, but just went about her life doing her and having amazing impact on a humanitarian level around the world. Suddenly she marries a prince and now she is persona non grata. If you listened to the press and you really bought into half the stuff that they say, much less all of it, you would think this woman was evil personified. And, and unfortunately, most of that is coming from other women. That's coming from other women. And for me, we can only, all of us can only do our own little bit. So for me as Gail, my bit is that no matter what, I'm going to support another woman. If she shows me anything that I interpret as negativity, then it's my responsibility, it's my responsibility to reflect back to her that's not an effective strategy. It's not about right or wrong. It's just not helpful. It's not effective. How is it helping you? That's my responsibility as a woman. However, on a larger scale, as someone who helps other people to build their brands, I help them to build them from that place of authenticity and integrity. And if you tell me that you are a person that values other people, then you cannot be a woman that tears down another woman. It just, it, it, it cannot be, it can, that cannot be part of your brand. Because if it's part of who you are, then it cannot be part of your brand. If it's not part of your brand, then it cannot be part of who you are. Because we talk, we're talking about building authentic brands here. So that's my little take. And then you take it even further, amplify that even further. If you're a brand and you're looking at collaborations, then who are you collaborating with? Who are the people you, do you want to collaborate with people who per perpetuate this thing? Like you, Marina, you're building this beautiful collective of women, rich women with, through Rich Women Clubs, Rich Women Magazine. You're not even new to this. I've known you for years and you've been doing this with Sovereign Magazine, with Make the News, with Stardust. This is just the very essence of who you are. So I don't, I would be very surprised if I suddenly saw you being associated with something that was tearing down another woman, because that's not how I, that's not who I know you to be. And that's not who I know your business is to be, because it's who you intrinsically are. And we need to look at ourselves in terms of who are we really collaborating with? What is it we're really doing? When we're hearing those misery stories, as I call them, where is it going? Where is it going? I've got friends who are very good saying to me, when I start going into poor me, much less, I'll never go into another woman anyway, but when I go into poor me, they're very good at elevating and I'm very good at elevating them too. And that's what we need to really practice, practice elevation. So I will say to any woman that's sitting in this audience now or that gets to listen to this replay or however they access this content, Start to practice elevation. Start to see what does that feel like? So you can experience in your body, what does it feel like when another woman triggers you in some way, however, whether it's about her success or whether, because let's be honest, we're human beings. Of course we get triggered. But practice elevation. What does that feel like to really elevate another woman, to be proud of her, to even offer her an opportunity how does that feel? 
I've got something that I can do for you or that I'd like to help you with. Offer her an opportunity. It's all about, it's all about the play. It's about the play. Play with it. I don't know if you've been there when we were at the House of Parliament and they asked me to talk about the report on closing the pay gender gap. And mm. <laughs> I got to the point where I had to say in 270 years ago, so I got to the point where I had to say um, in 270 years from now, we'll close the gap. And I couldn't say it. <laughs> and I said, I said, 278 years? Who got that kind of years? I don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it's time to drop this self-development that is a one-size-fits-all industry and is not working and turn it into social edification. And of mm. course, I got a lot of enemies because of that. I really believe in social edification. I really believe that when I look at you, I see David in you. I see Gabe. Michelangelo said, how I done, how I created David, I chipped away everything that wasn't David. And now it's a five meter tall statue. And this is who I see in you. I see in you, Gail, the five meter tall statue. I'm looking up to you. This is social edification. I see in you exactly who you are destined to be. And some people can't cope with that. Some people think, oh, they have a reason to tell me this. No, I have no reason. This is exactly what I see, because I see something that the naked eye cannot see. And to do that, you have to see with your heart. And this mm -hmm. is what you do, Gail. This is exactly what you do. Since I met you, I love this about you. You see everything through the eyes of your heart. And when you open that door, the door to your own heart mm. is no looking back. It's the only door that will never close down. It's the only door that nobody can lock uh, you from. It's, it's uh, on the other side. So I also think that coming to, to what you are doing and everything, you all the absolutely stunning ideas and solutions, you got solutions to social edification. And the world needs to know about that, right? Mm. So the world needs to know that you are working on on. Uh, unveiling the best kept secrets. You are working on gifting the world with all these geniuses and amazing people, men and women who are contributing to the betterment of the world. And if, I'm thinking that many times I, I open a door and it was um, a beautiful space on the other side of the door and I left the door open behind me and somebody closed it so nobody mm -hmm. could, could come in. And I'm thinking, the real way you, the, the a very effective way of helping others is to leave the door behind you wide open. So everybody got the, the chance to experience what you had, what you received. So yes, you had that chance, but leave the door open. So I feel, I, I don't know if I'm getting the, the right direction, you, you're <laughs> correct mm -hmm. if I'm wrong, but I feel this is what you are doing with the program for women and girls because it's pointless to teach anyone anything. Everybody can Google. You are just a click away from anything you want to know. Mm. And yet, and yet, is what is what I think the younger generation needs to learn from us, from our lifestyle, from our beliefs and emotional intelligence. They need to see us acting as better human mm. beings, 
instead of teaching them, lecturing them, is not about that. They they can they know more than us <laughs> if if to, truth is to be told. So I, I feel that with, with your project, with your program for women and girls, is exactly the the solution the world needs right now. Tell us more mm. about. That. Yeah. So girls to women, and you're you're right, Marina. In terms of you can't always you can't always teach it's not always about teaching and this the same way how i approach girls to women is exactly the same way i approach audacity to to be authentic which is exactly the same way i approach standing up in your own hallelujah it's about feeling and maya angelou who's one of my great sheroes bless her god rest her soul she always says people will forget what you said they will forget what you did but they will never ever forget how you made them feel and girls to women like all my other programs it's about helping girls to feel who they truly are and when i was running it well in the days when you could run these in schools when it was about getting the girls to experience who they want to be in the future right now so I can remember one particular school, we had a lot of problems with sexual harassment, actually, which, you know, is not something you expect to, I certainly didn't expect to have to deal with in a secondary school with year eight children, year eight girls. I, I was completely blown away and still am, as you can probably hear, I still can't believe that in the secondary school we had to deal with that. But it was a very real problem. And it was lots of boys were, I don't want to say bullying, but they were certainly manipulating the girls into doing things they didn't particularly, well, that they weren't ready for. And a lot of the girls were feeling unduly flattered and feeling like that they were now like these women. And it was a really painful thing to have to deal with because at that time, my daughter was of the same age group, but just in a different school. And I just thought, how if this was brought closer to home, how would I deal with this? But the point here is that those girls thought that was what they had to do in order to be popular. And it's about teaching them and showing them how they can still be popular without having to succumb to that. And there's work to be done with boys in schools as well. There's a lot of work to be done with boys. And I'd urge anyone that's thinking about it, please do it. I've, I wish I could, but I can't do everything. But I'm very closely aligned to the UN goals around um, gender equality and women and girls. So that's why I tend to focus in this area. But I would really urge anyone that wants to work with young boys to do that. And I would be more than happy you know, to collaborate if you want to these girls at that time these girls at that time were so disenfranchised with their own femininity they had no appreciation again we're back down to the identity level and it may seem especially when marina was introducing me you may think it may seem like i do lots of different things i do only one thing one thing and my one thing is to introduce people to who they really are I just do it in many different ways. And it's exactly the same with these girls. You've got to introduce them to who they really are so that they can feel it. Because we all 
act from how we feel. It's emotion that drives us, nothing else. So you can teach them and lecture them to the cows come home. But if they can't feel it, then they can't be it. And that's really where it comes from. And that's that, that, and move through it in that way. It's very bespoke because we never know what we're going to be dealing with. But what I can say is that the transformation comes from the heart because that's where they feel it the most. Wow, Gail, you are the queen of authenticity. And I know there to be different takes a lot of courage. And I know you display that courage every single day. And yet, what a beautiful world we reside in because of you. Thank you so much, Gail. Before we we, um, we end the interview, please let our listeners and the beautiful people here on the stage of the Sustainability Leadership Club uh, know where can they find you? Wow, I'm very easy to find because my name is Gail Edwards. You know, so I'm very easy to find on social media. I tend to hang out, funny enough, mostly on on Twitter or on um, Instagram. But what I would say is, please, it's so easy now, especially with the back channel here on Clubhouse, just reach out to me. I love talking to people. I love meeting people. I have these wonderful things called Zoomies because, you know, my one of my other passions is baking. So I'll often, it <laughs> doesn't benefit you, of course, because we're on Zoom, but I'll often have... No, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll often have baked goods in the house, so I like to have coffee and cake or whatever. Do, 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 do you have do you have Pete's coffee like me? Of course, of course. <laughs> there is no other coffee, Marina. Just reach out to me. Let's have a boomy, a zoomy. It's literally thirty minutes, no obligation, just a chat for discovery and expansion so that's how I really prefer people to reach out to me to just literally send me a message and see what we can ladies and gentlemen I just gifted you the most amazing gift you could receive today Gail Gail thank you so much again thank you until until next time when I I can say there is a next time, but I'm not going to disclose too much right now. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't disclose. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Until next time, uh, from both of us, is goodbye. Thank you so much, Gail, and thank you, everybody who listen. Uh, please go to richhuman.co slash forward podcast and uh, listen to, to the interview if you missed any Everything is going to be published there today. Thank you so much indeed, Gail, and everybody at Sustainability Leadership Club. Thank you. Now we are going to, (laughs) uh, we said our goodbyes to infinite possibilities. Until next time. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Rich Human, Sovereign and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operation to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools, and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, 
a niche magazine or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or follow the link in the episode description.